Grand Rising, beautiful soul family. And I am Coach Susie, and welcome to the Beyond Abuse podcast. Um, you're responsible for breaking the cycle of abuse. You know, um, I'm going to keep talking about this because I know that that's what I'm supposed to do. I know that when situations arise in my life, um, from me still dealing with, you know, the backlash, so to speak, of leaving my 20-year unhealthy and abusive relationship that abuse doesn't stop. It does not stop. And abusers don't see it as abuse, right? They don't see it as abuse because they are not aware. And, and maybe they are. I don't know. Maybe it is unconscious behavior because they don't see their actions as abuse. But, you know... Um, it is emotional and mental abuse. You know, when it's, it's, it's withholding love and affection, okay? Not happening to me anymore because I left that situation. But, and you know, the thing is, is that, you know, when abusers know that they can no longer get to you, who's the vulnerable one that they can get to? It's an innocent child. It's a child who desires the love, the attention, the affection of their abusive parent. It's the child who ends up suffering, you know, and it's sad, you know, because. And I think that that's probably why I have not done what I know I needed to do. I know, you know, looking back now in hindsight, you know, and this is the blessing of loving yourself and growing and healing. It's being able to look back and say, you know what? <laughs> I made those decisions from a place of not wanting conflict, not, not wanting to drag this stuff into court, not wanting it to be a fight, you know, in a perfect world, you know, and kudos, kudos. I send hell, I have hella respect for the parents, <laughs> the parents who were adult enough to say, you know what, let's put our differences aside. It doesn't matter how I feel about you, doesn't matter how you feel about me, but let's put that shit behind and focus on the the well-being of our child collectively. And and that's all I've ever wanted. You know, I don't want to rekindle anything. I do not want to be in a marriage with him again. I do not want to be in a any any kind of relationship other than a healthy co-parenting dynamic. That's all. And I told him that when I left the house, you know, he's the one that that has an issue with, you know, and here's the thing though, like I would totally be open to shared custody. I've never had a problem with that. My issue is that if you cannot adhere to your current commitments, as far as a custody is concerned, why should you have more time? And, and a lot of people will, you know, and I understand a lot of people are coming from their, their perspective. So, you know, a lot of people will get angry 
when I say, you know, I had to get the custody agreement in place, but they don't understand what I've gone through. You know, this man will tell you, yes, you know, actually, you know, I, it's a prime example. When I left, you know, I, I said, you know, if, if we could work out, you know, some kind of child, um, child support, you know, child custody, um, then I would prefer not to get the courts involved, right? Because, you know, I think that you should be able to be mature enough when a relationship ends to say, you know what, hey, it didn't work out, but let's go ahead and, and do this for the benefit of our child. And so, you know, when I originally left, I had, you know, sat down and told him that this is what I'm thinking of for custody, you know, um, and, for, and it was like, it was like one week in a month. And I did that because he worked, he worked all the time, but that's when I lived in Durham. Right. And I was willing to, you know, to do 50, 50. Okay. Um, and, and him, you know, having one weekend per month because of his schedule, because he, I knew he could only get off like one weekend a month. That was when he was working, um, his old job, you know? So I've just been, trying to compromise or trying to work through things with someone who is hell bent on not working through things, you know, not, not, and, and, that, and, and I have no one to blame, but myself, but here's the thing. I'm no longer blaming myself, you know, because I've learned from these lessons, you know, and the thing is, is that thank God, thank God that I'm out of that relationship. And yes, I still have to deal with him because we have a child, but I'm not going to allow my child to be used as a pawn or put in the middle of the situation, you know? And, you know, I am holding him accountable and I haven't always been good at holding him accountable. I haven't, you know, when, when he used to punch our son in the chest, when he came home for work, he should have been held accountable. Then he should have been held accountable for all the things, but I was not in a, a good, a healthy space, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically with myself, you know? So I, I, I took, I took a lot of things. I, I took the love that I thought that I deserved. And I was raising my children in that atmosphere, you know? Yeah, I can sit up here and blame myself. I could. I could sit up here and beat myself up for the decisions that I made. But I'm making different decisions going forward. And... Even though I don't want to have this be a knockdown drag out, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm prepared to do what I need to do, you know? And, and I think that that has been just my biggest thing is that avoiding conflict because I have always avoided conflict. And now it's like the universe is like, you can't avoid this conflict. It's, an, it's now or never. And I got to go. And... I can tell you this from being an abused child and being in that relationship. Conflict is really a hard thing to deal with, especially when you have a minor child involved. It really and truly is. And, you know, um, it is what it is, you know, and I got to go. So, um, you know, but I know that I'm responsible for breaking the cycle of abuse. I, I did that when I left the unhealthy relationship. And I've been doing that for the past six years, not only in becoming a healthier, happier, more holistic version of myself, but teaching my daughter to do that and, and giving her the love of a healthy parent, you know, because I, I know what it's like to experience, you know, emotional, uh, emotional neglect, 
and mental abuse and verbal abuse from a selfish parent. You know, I'm no longer going to use the, the, the term narcissist because I think that 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 term really is thrown around a lot, you know, um, but a selfish parent, a parent who was only concerned with their own needs and what's best for them. And, and that's what that, that's what it is. You know, it's like, it's pretty much kind of like, fuck my child. You know, I got work this weekend. Fuck what's going on there. You fuck my responsibilities. I got work. You know what I'm saying? And I get it. Yeah. Men, men, they got to work. Right. But men, I also want to tell you this, stop complaining. Stop complaining about you not being able to see your child and all this other stuff when you're not making the effort to do that, when you're not sticking to the custody agreements and the arrangements, okay? Because a, a lot of men will sit up there and play the victim when they're to blame for that. They're not the victim. They're actually causing it, you know? And then they, they want to turn around and play the victim. And it's like, you're not the victim, sweet pea. You are not the victim, honey, okay? You are not the victim. You are you are putting this all of this on yourself. You know, you you are the these these are the consequences of your actions and no, I haven't been holding you accountable because you know what? I don't know why I do this. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't even tell you why why I sat up here and did that for 20 years. But I tell you this, it won't be another 20 years. I'll tell you that. Excuse me. It won't because we just had this, we just established this custody, what? 2019 maybe? Yeah, so um, it, it won't be another three years. It won't be another two years. I'm going to go ahead and, and do what I need to do now, you know? and retain the the necessary resources that I need to retain, you know, to to make sure that my child is is getting all that she deserves. And I'm going to have to make another appointment with her counselor and and, and send her back because it's, this definitely is going to have an effect on her, especially if if my lawyer suggests that we file for foot custody and legal custody with no visitation. You know, I've never, like I've said before, I've never wanted to keep my child from her father. But I'm also realizing that he's not in a healthy space for her, you know, and sometimes it's the best interest of the child to not have that that visitation, that contact with the other parent until the other parent does what they need to do to ensure that they are meeting, you know, and adhering to their custody orders and and meeting the needs of their children, you know, um, and you know, like I said before, you know, in hindsight, it's like, this is, this is who he's always been, you know, so who he's always been, you know, this was the, the same thing that was going on in the marriage, you know, um, and it's the same thing that's going on after the, the breakup, you know, um, and I'm just thankful that I've had this opportunity to really strengthen not only my the love of myself, my confidence, um, the love of the universe, you know, um, so that I can be that constant, that, that stable parent in her life, you know, um, so that I can, you know, give her the attention and attend to her needs and, 
and just really be there for her, you know? Um, because yes, we all have our, our work schedules that we need to adhere to, but we also have, you know, the custody agreement and you have to make the proper arrangements with your employer when your obligations are concerned. And that was the reason why I quit, um, Apple because I wanted to make sure because I had to work on Sundays, my off days were Thursdays and Fridays. So I was able to take, you know, my daughter to meet her father. Um, and, and when I first started Apple, you know, I was like, you know what, maybe I'll, I'll break down this wall and I'll start letting him come, you know, see if he can come and pick her up or drop her off. And then one time, um, I think I was in training and I had asked him to take, you know, her to her, to her dance class. Well, you know, he was, he was late. He got here, you know, her dance classes is at six. It starts at six fifteen. I think he don't get here. He didn't get here to six fifteen. Um, and I get it. He's traveling from Raleigh. I understand that. But here's what I know about being in that relationship. This man is not happy for himself. So he's not going to be happy for anyone. He's not going to be happy for me. And he's not going to be happy for his child. And, you know, Aaliyah is an amazing dancer. You know, she, she loves doing dance. You know, these are the things that she loves and a healthy parent. And I think I probably have said this before on another podcast, but a healthy parent wants to see their child be better than them. You know, you, you want to see your child. You know, I tell Lily all the time, you're a great dancer. You, you're a better dancer than me. I do a different type of dance. I do tap dance, you know, um, but you are a great dancer, you know, and she's realizing that about herself. She's even willing to branch out into different things, you know, and that's really what I'm trying to instill in her is that, you know, because I didn't have my confidence, you know, I, I did, you know, like I said before, it's not, it's not creating a, a, um, it's not creating a narcissistic child. What it's doing because a child is going to experience bullying out in the world. They're going to experience people out in the world trying to break their confidence. So they definitely don't need their confidence broken from their parents. Okay. Because, and we all have that, you know, even as an adult, that's why it's so important for us to love ourselves unconditionally because you're going to have people who, who come on your page when you, you know, especially if you're like a social media inspirational person or influencer, they say, I don't like the word influencer. I like to say inspirational person. Um, cause I, my goal is to inspire others, you know, to be a better, uh, to be a healthier, more confident, truer version of themselves. So I don't like to really call myself an influencer, but if you have, a following and you're motivating people, you're inspiring people and people come on your page and they, they share their opinions and they are contradictory to your opinions. You have to be strong in your self-love because there's no need to argue with people. You know, there's no need for their reactions to make you react from a space that you've grown so far from. And, you know, that's the same thing with what I'm going through. You know, I responded with facts with facts, you know, like, and, and, and I love that whole app with talking parents because I have, you know, to where, when he did this in February, I said, Hey, I'm going to talk to the courts. Okay. Because I've already told you like, this cannot continue to happen. This pattern cannot continue to happen, you know? Um, cause it's not healthy for her. It's not healthy for her. Forget about me. I've, I've taken myself out of the situation and he continues to point out 
things that I'm doing, never things that he's doing. Okay. It does not take account accountability or responsibility. And men, I, I want to tell you this. Like, don't get mad if that woman is, you know, holding you accountable for your stuff. And, 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 and men too, because I know that there are a lot of men and kudos to that, those men who actually do step up and take care of their child. They are actually adhering to the custody agreement, you know? And yes, the reason why I got a custody agreement is because I want to hold him accountable. I want the courts to hold him accountable. You know what I'm saying? Not only me holding him accountable, but the courts holding him accountable too, because no, yeah, I could have, I could have tried to, and I did, I did originally, but because of the, the type of person that he is, he does not, he don't, the only thing that he know how to be committed to is his job. That's it. He don't know how to be committed to relationships. He don't know how to be committed to his children. He only know how to be committed to his job. His job is his first priority. And that that's what he loves. That's what he loves. And that's always going to come first in his life. So um, everybody else is going to be a second thought, you know, and my daughter's not going to be a second thought to anybody. You know, she is deserving. She is worthy of a parent who is there to commit to their schedule. You know, that doesn't make excuses on why they can't show up. She doesn't deserve, deserve that. And, you know, so it's, it's your responsibility to break the cycle of abuse, just like it's re my responsibility. It's his responsibility, too. But no, nothing else and nobody else matters but his job, you know. And the only reason why that matters is because that's his li livelihood. You know, nothing else comes, nothing else can ever come before that. It never has and it never will until he decides to go and speak to somebody about, about his, the things that he went through in his childhood. You know, um, we can, we can try to bury it. We can try to cover it up, but it, it doesn't go anywhere and it starts to come out in different relationships and also causes us to neglect ourselves, our children, our responsibilities, you know, so, um, you know, you're responsible for breaking the cycle of abuse. You can't, you can't sit up here and complain about it if you're not doing anything to break it. Right. And it's not that I am complaining about it. I'm doing what I need to do legally. Um, and let the chips fall where they may. I'm doing my part for my daughter. I'm advocating for my daughter and that's all I need to do. You know, I need to be an advocate for her because I wasn't an advocate for my son when he was younger. You know, I, I think about when I first left, when I first left um, him, the first time that I left him and I had my own little place. We didn't have a bed or anything like that. I had to wait until my income tax until I got a bed, but I, I had peace. But the thing was, I was very young. I was 22. Still didn't know who I was, had a child you know, um, trying to really get myself together, but still hanging around people who, who weren't happy for that, you know? And, and it took me a while to grow and realize, you know what, when I'm getting myself together or trying to become the healthiest version of myself and people are steadily trying to, um, pull me back into those old situations, I know that those are not people that I want to be around. So, you know, the more that I started to grow, the more that I started to love myself, I realized, hey, whoa, wait a minute. I'm 
I'm in the wrong type of relationship, dude. Like, I am in the wrong relationship. And, you know, I, I did that video the other day. Um, that played that video the other day from TikTok that said, you know, um, you gotta, you gotta accept accountability. I saw the red flags. Well, here's the thing. I didn't even know what red flags were, you know what I'm saying? Because I had grew up in this type of environment. So I didn't know that these were red flags. I didn't know that they were red flags until I started learning to love myself unconditionally, you know? And, and then that's when I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, you know? Um, and, and like I said before, you know, the reason why I am, and that's probably why I have not done what I needed to do because I am understanding in the fact that, you know, um, we're all healing, you know, we are all healing and, um, but in the same token, he has to be held accountable because sometimes, sometimes people need that accountability because they're not going to go seek the help on their own, Right. Sometimes you got to force people into a situation to, to really, and you know, if he's really serious about not wanting to lose his child, not wanting to lose parental rights of his child, then he'll do what needs to be done. But then again, too, I don't want him to go work on himself for her. I want him to work on himself for him. Because a lot of the times when we're working on ourselves for somebody else and, and that situation doesn't work out, we're resentful. We're resentful. Because it's like, I did all this work and I still ain't getting nothing out of it. We become resentful. You know what I'm saying? So um, you really do have to go and work on yourself first. And I posted a, a, a meme or quote, whatever it is you want to call it, on my Instagram page today that says that, you know, you can't work on yourself for anybody else but yourself. And that's what it's about. You know, so and like I said, again, you are responsible for breaking the cycle of abuse. If you experience trauma, childhood abuse, you it's your responsibility. And yes, I know depressed days, they come, they're a little bit harder. You know, um, they are hard and they're not even a little bit hard, but because you're working through a lot of stuff that you've buried for years, you know, you you're working through those old childhood traumas and healing, you know, and it does take a lot. And it's sad. That, that there's a child involved. Um, but in the same token, you got you to gotta take responsibility or either go and get the assistance that you need so that you can be the, the healthier parent for that child, you know, because you don't need to be back with the, the children's mother and the children's father in order to make things work. But you do have to be able to be, to work together. You know, you got to be able to work together. You got to be able to adhere to your to your custody agreement you know what i'm saying like that's not fair to the child she looking you know she was hoping to go to the anime store this weekend you know what i'm saying like mm -mm. you got you got you disappointing her now and i you know she's a child you know what i'm saying so yeah we can sit up there and tell her well baby pe think people gonna disappoint you but no she's a child and that is your only that's your only fucking responsibility as far as i'm concerned especially as a parent is to be there for that child you know what I'm saying? That child, she don't, okay, yeah, she might have wanted, wanted to go to the anime store, but if you had a, if you had a fulfilled your agreement, she probably wouldn't have had, you know what I'm saying? It wouldn't have been nothing to her. You know what I'm saying? But you're not fulfilling your agreement to her. This is something that you agreed to. And we had mediation because like I said before, I was willing to just do one, one weekend a month. 
You know what I'm saying? But it was all this, I ain't going to do this. I ain't going to do that. And here we are, you know, at the original, what I said, you know? So, um, all I can do is do my part, you know, but you are responsible for breaking that cycle of abuse. Nobody else, you know, as a child, it is your parents' responsibility to give you that love, nurturing, and guidance that you need to become a healthy adult. But when you are old enough, it's your responsibility to become that healthy adult for yourself so that you can become, so that you can be a healthy adult to, for your children. Okay. Um, I just, let me see if it's here. I just liked one on Instagram that I'm going to share with y'all. Um, okay. So it says, congratulations on breaking out of that dysfunctional pattern. Three years ago, you wouldn't have made the decisions you're making now. Celebrate your growth. And that's where I'm at. I'm in a space of growth and I am, and, and I am, Leaving the fear of conflict behind. It's time for me to have that conflict if I need to have that conflict for the sake of my child. And, you know, three years ago, like I said, um, you know, I would not have been in the same situation. Um, I would not have been here. You know, I would have kept lit letting things pass and letting things go. And now it it's time to really um, step into who I am and evolve past this fear of conflict because you're going to have conflict, <laughs> you know, as much as you want to avoid it and, and be the peaceful person, you know, sometimes you gotta, you gotta do what's best for the other party. So, um, let's go ahead and pull a card. Uh, and if you are interested, well, I'm not going to say if you are interested, I'm asking for your help. I'm flat out asking for your help. I have no problem with asking for your help. I need your help. If you don't want to send a love offering, please become a listener supporter. That monthly, that monthly support would greatly help me because I don't know what's going to come when I file. You know what I'm saying? Um, but if you would be interested in sending a love offering, you can send that to dollar sign a mother's touch Inc. And mother's is spelled with a Z. You can go to www.amotherstouchinc.org and make the donation there, or you can send it via PayPal, which is paymotherstouchinc um, at gmail.com. Um, and like I said before, a dollar. <laughs> all I'm asking for is a dollar from all of my, to everybody who listens to the podcast, uh, you know, my followers. If everybody donated a dollar, I would have more than enough to pay for the lawyer. So, uh, let's go ahead and pray and get a card today. I am using loving words from Jesus. Um, let's go ahead and divine God, spirit guides, guardian angels, archangels, uh, angels of love and light, spirit guides, uh, I mean, spirit animals, uh, deceased loved ones ancestors, ascended masters, Jesus, Buddha, and Muhammad, Archangel Gabriel, thank you for being my protecting angel, for the angel that protects me, guards me, um, and helps me with communicating uh, these messages and any other messages that I receive to 
um, the audience, to the collective. So I'm thankful and grateful for that. Uh, thankful and grateful for the message that is going to come forth. I know um, we all know that if it resonates, keep it. If it doesn't resonate, let it go. Um, and we thank you in advance. I thank you in advance. So let's go ahead and get the message. And so be it. And so it is. Amen. I'm going to shuffle one more time and then I will cut them in half and then we'll see which one jumps out. <laughs> that one jumped out. Um, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. So what I just spoke about, I, I am, you know, I know that I have been in the space of fear. Um, a lot of it has been fear. Uh, what fear? I don't know. Um, what have I been fearing? I don't know. Maybe it's that, you know, um, um, maybe it is a little bit of, of both, you know, I, I really don't know. It's just a fear. It could be that, you know, I haven't wanted to be in conflict, you know, um, I don't I really don't know. I'm I'm going to seek guidance and why have I been afraid to to do this? Is it because Aaliyah won't have her dad? Maybe that's it. Maybe because I care more about Aaliyah having her dad. Maybe that's stemming from me not having my dad and I'm sitting up here really not making the best decision for my daughter by avoiding conflict, by, by not doing what's, what's right. And I, I don't even like to say right and wrong, but I guess what's healthy and un what not, what's not healthy, you know, it is the healthy decision to, to hold him accountable, you know, to really hold him accountable. And that's the thing. I haven't, I haven't been, I haven't. I don't want to say that I haven't held him accountable, but maybe, you know, maybe I've attempted to, and I don't know. I really couldn't even tell y'all, you know what I'm saying? Um, but, you know, um, I'm, I'm loving this card though today because, you know, the, the full, the full passage says, peace, I leave with you. My peace, I give to you. Not as the world gives, do I give to you, but let your heart, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. And so see, that's God telling me right there, you have nothing to fear. You have nothing to fear. Stop fearing, you know? And that's the message that's coming through. Stop fearing. Know, know that whatever battle that you have to go through, God, the universe is your mighty man of valor. God, the universe is your knight in shining armor. God, the universe is your protector, your provider. God is going to provide everything that I need. Everything that I need. You know, thankful and grateful for the people who have donated so far. Gets me one, one step closer to my goal. So I thank y'all so very much. And I ask that you all would, would please... Please, please donate 25 cents, 50 cents, a dollar. You know, I've had some amazing donations come in. So um, more than I asked for. 
and I'm thankful and grateful for that. Um, so please consider donating whatever you can. I spoke to my lawyer today. Um, so I, I told them that I'm raising funds. As soon as I have the funds, I can go ahead and get everything in motion. Um, but go ahead and donate. Uh, I thank you all for being here today. It's a privilege and an honor, really. You know, I, everything that I go through, I know is a testimony. Um, and it's also helping other people to go through, you know, when people see how I handle the situations, you know, I don't need to put him down. You know, I, I don't need to do any of that. You know, I just want him to be responsible and accountable, you know. And um, and I know, like I said, I am living proof that when you actually when you actually make it up in your heart, and your mind that you want to be a healthier and truer version of yourself, you go do it. You don't make excuses. You know, I know it's hard. Absolutely. Is it hard? Hell yes. And there's some tough things that you go through, but I can tell you personally, it's the best thing that you could ever do for yourself, for your family, for your community and humanity. I'm telling you, you know, yeah, it's scary at first. It's scary. The unknown is scary. But once you start walking in that, once you begin to taste and see the benefits and the rewards that come with healing that, that shit, when you, when you start to break those cycles, it's amazing, you know? So fear not because you got the peace of God in you. And that's why I had to be separated because God seen this. God seen this coming. Whatever, whatever this turns out to be, God seen this coming. The universe knows, knew that it was coming. And that's why I had to leave. That's why I had to leave, you know, to prepare me, to strengthen me. Because this might, this here might be the fight of my life. You know, um, so I thank y'all for being here. I thank y'all for listening. Um, thank you to all my regular listeners, supporters and subscribers. I appreciate your monthly support. It is greatly appreciated. If you are new to my channel or new to the podcast, I want to say thank you for stumbling upon my page, uh, for stumbling upon the podcast. Um, I invite you to become a subscriber to the YouTube channel and click the bell for notifications. Um, if you are listening on Anchor, Apple, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, or Spotify, I invite you to become a listener supporter. Your monthly support is greatly appreciated and accepted. And if you enjoyed the topic today, I invite you to subscribe to my monthly self-care newsletter where I provide tips, tools, and resources on loving yourself deeper every day. I do giveaways, discounts, and freebies. You will also receive a link to join my free Facebook community, which is 30 days to a healthier, more confident version of you challenge. It is a 30 day challenge that is ongoing every 30 days. So you can start at day one when you request to join and go through 30 days. Um, uh, you will also receive, once you're subscribed to the monthly newsletter, you will receive a 25% discount off the five book bundle and you will receive 15% off all products that I currently offer on my website. And the website to do that is suzysuttles.com, or you can copy and paste the link in the description box below um, to purchase products and to subscribe to that newsletter. 
Um, the mission of A Mother's Touch, Inc. is to provide co-parents and families with love, nurturing, guidance, and tips on how to become a healthy, happy, and holistic version of themselves. Excuse me, y'all. After learning to love myself unconditionally beyond the abuse of my past, I became a healthier, happier, and truer version of myself. And when I love myself, I can provide this love to my children and they will become a healthier, happier, and truer version of themselves. They will have a healthy love of themselves and they can love their neighbors as they love themselves, you know. And so I said, I understand my children's father. He really can't. He doesn't. He's not in that space, you know. And it, it is a lot of understanding. But it, and, and I think that that's, that's what it is. I've been... I, I've been holding off and doing the things that I'm doing because I understand that space. But in the same token, because he's not willing or ready to do what he needs to do to make sure that he's committed to his agreements, I have to. I have to do it. I have to. No matter how much I don't want to do it, I got to do it. Um, so, you know, that's what I learned. And that's how I can love other people as I love myself. So... Um, but I also desire to assist men and women financially who are leaving domestic violence relationships and struggling financially themselves. Um, I created the the um, the I created the community and a Mother's Touch Inc. because I desired to be the community and organization I needed when I found myself struggling in every area of my life after leaving my 20-year unhealthy and abusive relationship with my children's father. And so if you are interested in donating to our mission, or if you or someone you know is in need of financial assistance, please visit a mother'stouchinc.org and fill out the form for financial assistance or make a donation. All donations are greatly accepted and appreciated. I love y'all and I thank y'all so very much for joining me today. Um, but you know, before I let you go, I have to send a prayer of love out into the universe. So let's go ahead and do that. Dear universe, I love you. <laughs> I love you with with everything that I am, and um, God, I just, oh, I just, I just really pray. I pray for him. I do, you know, and, and that's a tough thing, you know. It's a tough thing when you know that when you have this thing within you, right, and you know you want to share it with other people, like, hey. You can love yourself unconditionally beyond everything that you experienced as a child. You can. But it's going to take a lot of work. You know? So I just pray for everybody who, who just feels stuck. Who feels like there's no way out. That they can't seem... That they can't seem to... To love themselves unconditionally. That... That when they start, they stop because it's it's hard work. I pray for their hearts to be strengthened and that they, instead of looking at the, the work that's required, that they will begin to look back and see, hey, I've come so far. I've come so far I can do this. And to begin to break that cycle of abuse within themselves. You know, because it, it changes generations. It doesn't only change you, it changes your children. It changes future generations. You know, we've, we've been cursed because we have passed down hate. We've been passing down hate 
and abuse. We haven't been passing down love and compassion. And as much as I want to show this man grace and mercy and compassion, I have to hold him accountable to his commitments, to his, and I, and I have, I didn't hold him accountable to our marriage contract, to our commitment of marriage. I allow things because of my insecurities, because of my lack of confidence. And I won't do that to my daughter. I won't do that to her because I want her to have the confidence and know that she is worthy and deserving and that she can pursue anything that she desires to pursue. She does not have to live in a space of fear because the universe has her back. The universe has all of our back once we once we allow that energy to, to love us. So it's a privilege and an honor to serve in this capacity. And, and, and I'm thankful, I'm thankful God for the storms, for the battles, because I get to use it as a tool of inspiration and motivation for anybody else who may be going through it or who's about to go through it, you know, and let, let them know that you can get through it. Uh, it takes a lot of faith. It takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of strength. The only way to gain that is really by, by really surrendering your heart to the universe and allowing the universe to be your all. If you are single, um, do not worry about a relationship. Just get, get your love, your love, your heart, your healing right um, with the universe. Let the universe love on you and take care of you. And um, know that the universe has your back no matter what the outcome is, you know. Um, I, like I said before, my prayer is that it's the best outcome for Aaliyah. It's not about what I want. It's not about what he wants. It's about what's best for Aaliyah. So privilege and an honor to serve in this, this manner. I am grateful and thankful for another day. So let's rock it out. Let's get her done. And so be it. And so it is. I thank you all for joining me today. I want you to go out. Have an awesome, amazing, and beautiful day today. From my heart to yours, as always, namaste. If you experienced rejection, abandonment, trauma, or abuse as a child, you may find it difficult to create a healthy, happy, and holistic life. You are not alone. I am Coach Susie, and I am a survivor of addiction and narcissistic domestic violence abuse. I was raised by a mother who experienced narcissistic personality disorder, and I experienced every type of abuse. I was rejected, abandoned, and traumatized before the age of 10. As I grew older, I attracted these same type of relationships into my life because this was my life. It was all I knew, and it was what I was accustomed to until I introduced myself to something different. In 2015, I left a 20-year unhealthy and abusive relationship with a man who struggles with narcissistic personality disorder. And I began a journey into loving myself unconditionally. It took me five years to accomplish living a happy, healthy, and holistic life and that was primarily due to the lack of financial and educational resources for people like me who were severely traumatized as children and grew up in impoverished neighborhoods. 
The Loving Yourself Unconditionally movement was created from the mind of a traumatized child who struggled for years with self-doubt and low self-esteem. But I learned to love herself unconditionally beyond past abuse and thrive successfully in life with PTSD, bipolar disorder, and ADHD. I struggled to love myself unconditionally due to the mental and emotional abuse I received as a child. The voices of doubt, fear, and not good enough would constantly haunt me until I began to change my mind. The Loving Yourself Unconditionally movement is a community of people who desire to learn practical and effective ways to love themselves unconditionally beyond abuse. The Loving Yourself Unconditionally movement is not about chasing perfection and trying to be perfect. It's about learning to love yourself unconditionally in every area of your life, no matter what that looks like. It's about becoming the healthiest, happiest, and truest version of yourself, no matter what that looks like. If you are ready to learn how to love yourself unconditionally beyond abuse, pre-register today at suzysuttles.com. Everyone has something to teach us. My question to you is, are you ready to learn?